What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Amara Bro Show. Today, I have a special guest. His name is Cornell Wilson. Um, and honestly, if I took the time to, like, say every little thing he does in the community and, like, in general in his life, we would just stay in the intro aspect of the podcast. So instead of doing that, of course, I'm going to let Cornell... Uh, give uh, himself a little bit of a background story of who he is and what he's currently doing, and and we'll just dig in the conversation. So, Cornell. All right. You. Well, thank you for having me today. Uh, thank you for inviting me to do this podcast. Um, well, I was born and raised here in Lebanon. Uh, went to Northwest, went to the middle school, and then graduated from Lebanon High. I also graduated from Lebanon Valley College, got a degree in sociology. Mm. Uh, when I was a kid, I just remember playing at the Butex playground or the L.A. playground or the Webster Manor playground, going to the pool. Um, so that's what we did in the summers, hang out at the playground, go to the Coleman's Park and um, go to the pool. So when I went to college, my degree in sociology, I originally thought I was going to be working on college campuses. But then I realized it was I wanted to give back to my community and I mm. felt like that was my job. So that's what I've been doing um, most of my life between my work and my community work. It's always been giving back. Mm-hmm. Now, when when you um, say giving back, how have you give back to the community? Well, I give back my time. I give back my efforts. Uh, Giving back to the community is basically volunteering most of your time and efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've started a nonprofit with two other people um, at a kitchen table, and we decided we wanted to help Lebanon, mm-hmm. and it's called Making a Difference at Lebanon PA. Uh, we spent seven years as an organization and two over two years as an official nonprofit, and basically what we do is provide um, service, events, and other many projects to help the community. But beyond that, I sit on numerous boards or been on numerous committees, just giving back my time to help the community. But also my work has always been case management Mm -hmm. or social work Mm -hmm. type of work. So it's always been helping my community or mainly youth most of my life. Now, what motivated you to study sociology? Uh, I just like, dealing and working with people. Um, like I said, I originally thought it was, I was originally elementary ed, and then I originally yeah. thought I was going to go work on a college campus, which I did as a residence director um, at one point in my life. But then I realized, like, I think I've always volunteered, so I thought my calling was to give back and volunteer in mm-hmm. my community. So I chose sociology so I could do um, case management type of work, social work, work with youth through Job Corps for Cornell Praxis through Lebanon County Children's Youth Boys Group Home. Mm-hmm. I've always worked with youth. Now, when you say community involvement and a lot of people like, you know, think about it in, in my own life, like whenever I had the opportunity to get involved in the community, um, I never knew was or not anymore but how do you even start with that how do you how what advice would you give somebody who say i want to start involving myself well i would first think about things that interest you or things that you like and then also find an organization or a group or a club that 
provides that um, motivation for you, um, whether it's you just want to clean up streets, whether you want to be on a board um, of an organization that's a great cause that you believe in, um, you just have to go and talk to the people and say, hey, I'd like to volunteer. And everybody's always looking for more and more volunteers. So usually um, nobody would be turned away. And you find a situation where you feel comfortable and you feel satisfied helping the community where you're going to uh, serve a meal at a food kitchen, whether you're going to go help Sark in their endeavors, where you're mm -hmm. going to do a cleanup, where you're hosting events for the community or going to the YMCA and working with youth. Uh, there's many different opportunities. It's just being willing to make the time to go out and volunteer for an organization or group. Now, you have a nonprofit yourself. What is the biggest challenge that you have faced when it comes to running a nonprofit? Well, the biggest challenge, unfortunately, when running a nonprofit and being able to do what you want to do or provide as much for the community as you can is always finances. Mm -hmm. You're always looking to get donations, get sponsorships, apply for grants, or hope people can donate to your organization. Um, sometimes there's a, you know, a little red tape of where you can do your events or where you can do um, things. But the biggest thing is um, money. And the second biggest thing is also finding enough volunteers. Mm. Sometimes we have events where you get four or 500 people that attend or three or 400 kids. So that means you need plenty of volunteers. So we're always looking for volunteers. We're also always looking for people to be on our committee yeah. or be on our board who want to help the community. We have empty spaces that people can reach out to us and yeah. get involved um, depending on their interests. There could be a committee for them or if they want to get a little more involved, they could be on the board um, and try to give back. We do a lot of things based on education and the arts. Yeah community service, a lot of events and activities, and also do fundraising. Now, how important is it for somebody, for example, my age or maybe younger, to um, who gets involved in the community by volunteering, giving their time? Do you, what, what do you think is the value that can, they can get out of it and why they should do it? There's several values I think they can get out of it. First is um, an enjoyment and uh, a self-fulfillment for themselves to be helping others. Second is the connections that you make. Mm. Um, when you're out there in the community, you meet a lot of people, you make great connections, and it can lead into other things, other adventures, other uh, projects, other business. Mm. And to know and sit, stand there and sit back and watch and know that you helped some young kid one day or you helped someone grow in their talents mm. and stuff, or you provided something that's going to help someone in poor, just like, for example, we're doing a collection drive right now, and knowing the little bit we're helping is going to help people who are homeless or in need to have hygiene or to have products that they can't afford to buy um, and be able to clean themselves or being able to feel fresh, even though they're down and out on the, at the moment. And it's just a, a, a satisfaction to know that you're able to help others, you know, and you're able to help your community. I mean, Some of the things we do is helping the community. It's maybe not helping an individual, but it's helping the community the as a whole. Community. Yeah, and now, why why did you choose Lebanon to be the place that you want to be? Well, I, I love Lebanon. I was born and raised here. 
Uh, I've only left uh, for four years because of a job, uh, but all my life I've been in Lebanon and I love the community. It's it's not a huge city, so you mm-hmm. get to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People get to know each other, um, but it's a, a nice community. Uh, I, be, I still believe in Lebanon. I believe it's a community that can be, is growing, mm-hmm. and it's the way to give back to where I lived. And people gave back to me, whether it be teachers, whether it be uh, um, supervisors at the playgrounds or yeah. And, um, yeah. adults. You know, so now it's my turn to be able to give back. Now, how is your nonprofit giving back to the community? We're giving back in many ways. We have many events, um, for like a back-to-school festival. Uh, we did a theater camp. Uh, we partnered to do a mural. Uh, we do a, we did book drives to get books for youth and the free libraries. We've done um, a community Christmas meal. Uh, where last year we served 140 people. Mm. We're partnering with others this year to do a Thanksgiving meal. We uh, do Adopt a Family for Christmas, where we help families each year get gifts or food or a tree for Christmas. And one thing that's good about that is we try, they're all referrals, and we try to get families who are not getting from other places. Mm -hmm. um, So they're not double or triple dipping, but are in need. Um, we do a pizza making contest at Domino's Pizza. We do an Easter egg hunt. Um, we have speakers come in and educate on different topics. So all around different committees are doing different things and we're either educating, we're either entertaining, we're trying to help beautify the community and we're helping the poor. How do you come, how do you come up with this idea? Well, I have a board of, uh, Right now, 10 people, there's up to 12 spots um, who help make these decisions. Uh, we also have four committees, and that, um, which is another 10 to 15 people besides board members. Yeah. And we come up with based on what people want or mm-hmm. what people need or sometimes what we like to do and how to help others, you know. And we're starting to do one thing we'd love to do, and we're starting to do more and more now, is being able to collaborate and work with other organizations, work with the downtown bid, work with um, the YMCA, work with the Arts Council and other groups um, and youth and to <clears throat> provide activities and um, projects for the community. So that's even a better thing. It's always great to be able to collaborate, be able to work together. Mm-hmm. And we're also realizing like some of the things we might do, other people are doing. So why not combine and Get bring to it together, it. make it bigger and better? Uh, saves on resources, saves on time. Yeah. Um, I mean, one challenge we still like always, like most people have, is we could use some more volunteers. We could use uh, people who might want to be on a committee. Like they meet once a month, and they or they'll be at the events or be on the board. It's not um, super time consuming, except yeah. for maybe myself since I'm <laughs> the president. But it's yeah. not that time consuming. Or you can give what you can give. Why do you think it's so hard to get volunteers? I think, I mean, I understand people have busy lives. They work, they have kids. Um, uh, They're busy with their volunteering work or they have a family. They have their own projects. They have, you know, they have to work, first of all. And if they have family and kids, it's also Mm -hmm. hard. Uh, Or, you know, there's so many nonprofits and so many groups out there 
that um, volunteers are spread thin. Um, Or sometimes people don't realize their potential and what they can do. They could give an hour or two, maybe a week or every two weeks, and that could help greatly. Why do you think we have so many nonprofits, especially in this area? Like, Um, I've seen it myself. I mean, I even have a nonprofit myself. (laughs) Like, I didn't even (laughs) want to have it, but my family kind of, like, convinced me. Well, you only can have it if there's a need. And every nonprofit, I think, addresses a different type of need, um, where, uh, and different type of issue, whether it's health, whether it's um, uh, community, whether yeah. it's um, teen pregnancy, whether it's mm. um, rape, whether it's uh, helping people that are elderly, whether it's helping people with disorders um, or a great cause. Yeah, I, I think just because part of it is because we have a very giving back or giving community is one. Mm. And there's a lot of issues to address in the, in the world and in the current community. Yeah. And it's, I think each one is helping a different issue. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I just, I simply, like I feel sometimes, uh, not with all nonprofits around, but some nonprofits like are just doing the same work that, you know, other nonprofits are. So some, like, you know, some are doing the same work. And I think with, what the United Way is trying to do and what others are trying to do is finally get people to collaborate. Don't worry about the funding or the volunteers, but say, hey, if you're doing this and I'm doing this, we should just do it together. Or you provide this and I'll provide this and we can work together. It's slowly, slowly starting to happen where people are realizing, hey, we need to just work together. And I've been working and collaborating with people and learning that, hey, if I'm doing the same event, why don't we just do it together? Or yeah. let's take part of your event, my yeah. event, like that next year. Hopefully, our back to school festival is also going to be working with the YMCA with their, cool. um, you know, back to school things. Instead yeah. of having two different things, we're going to have wow. one huge thing. Cool. And we're also working together like this year to do like a the first time like a fall festival yeah. and stuff. So it's got to be more collaboration and working together, and not worry about the funding or the volunteers. I agree. Now, how do you think, and, and, I, and I, I think you can answer this because you study sociology, which I, I actually did in high school a little bit. Um, why, how do you think culture affects the, the, the goal of doing stuff like collaboration? Because especially here in the United States, let me explain what I mean. Um, there's a, a culture of individualism. You know, people, most people are focused on their lives, you know, their goals, achieving what they want. And, you know, it's really individualistic, you know. And now when you talk to a community like Lebanon, PA, for example, or Pennsylvania, where, you know, the idea of collaboration, it's the end goal and, and people are looking more to collaborate. Do you feel that because they, because of the culture and how things work in this country versus the desire, there's like a clash, but you think like at the end of the day, people actually do want to I collaborate. Think, I think it's a combination of both. You have a lot of people out there who do want to collaborate, but then you also have people who are concerned, will they lose their funding? Uh, will they lose their volunteers or they want the credit for what's being done? They want their name on the top or things like that. So you have a combination of both. You have a group of people who realize, hey, 
why waste so much effort doing it ourselves when we can do it together? Or you can provide A and I'll provide B and it'll come out to be a great situation. Mm -hmm. You have others, and it's sometimes understandable, sometimes not, that concern that they could lose their funding, or we do it best, or we don't want to connect with that group. Sometimes it's people's self-motivation um, or self-hindrance that uh, they're worried about what's going to happen when we work together. Um, one thing that I like and I'm grateful for and happy for is I have a an amazing board, an amazing group of committee people. And they're not the people that are so-called the powers to be. They're just average day people in the community and they come and work together, um, help each other or want to help the community. That's all their mission is. No one in our nonprofit, there's no paid employees. There's no paid staff. We're all volunteers and we just come together and we want okay. to work. We want to work with other people because we realize like, it takes a lot of work to put on an event or put on a project. Yeah. And when you can have other people helping or other people yeah. paying, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny you say that about, like, some people, some people or organizations want their, um, you know, their name to be recognized and stuff like that. And I was reading a book recently that said that you always want to have achievement over status, meaning... If you're able to achieve something, that is much more better than achieving a status or, you know, a title. Like, this is the best organization in there, something like that. And well, I feel like... There's two folds with that. Yes, there are some people who want all the glory and the title. But also, when you have an organization, though, when you have, and it's all non it's all volunteers, mm -hmm. and it's a nonprofit. Sometimes you do want it to be recognized yeah. for who's hosting the event. What yeah. we also try to do is recognize our sponsors on our flyers or our website or stuff. Yeah. So let people know these people are giving back in other ways, whether they're giving materials, whether they're yeah. giving food yeah. or money. But sometimes you want people to know because. How are we going to get more volunteers yeah. or how are we going to get more help if we are not putting yeah. our name out there? But it doesn't have to be only oh, make a difference. It could be make a difference, YMCA, uh, CLA, and five other organizations coming yeah. together to make a project happen. Yeah. And everybody would be grateful, hopefully, and wonderful yeah. about it. Um, when it comes to time management... <laughs> I want to ask you about that because you like, I know you do a lot. Um, when I see it, how do you go about, you know, managing your time? How do you well, first you have to uh, really be able to live by a schedule and a calendar. One. <laughs> Secondly, I'm, you know, I don't have a family at the present moment. Um, so it gives me more time, more freedom to do stuff. And you just got to be able to be willing to give your time. Hey, I know sometimes I'm, between work and giving back is I could be out at seven in the morning and don't get home till nine o'clock at night. Um, you just got to be willing to do it. But if you don't live by a schedule or learn how to manage your time and have a schedule, mm. you'll get really overburned and, and burned out. But a lot of things sometimes like, coincide with my life. Like mm. I maybe we attend a lot of events that have, let's say, food or uh, meals or something. Yeah. Hey, that's your that's your lunch or dinner for that day. <laughs> so you're killing two birds with one stone, um, or you just 
say, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm giving back and things. Um, sometimes it can get frustrating. Sometimes it can get stressful. Sometimes, and you need a bit, sometimes you just need a break, take a vacation, need a day away. You got to also do that for yourself. If you're getting yeah. involved, you got to be able to say, I'm taking a vacation or I'm taking a break. And also, you got to also, I didn't learn this in the beginning, but sometimes you just have to say no. And I just can't do it. I just, or I got to cut back and prioritize your goals and cut back or say no. Sometimes I know a lot of people out there who give a lot of time and effort and it's hard for them to just say no. But sometimes you have to do it. You have to be able to say no. That yeah, is true. yeah, for your health, for your you sanity, for your health. You have yeah. to. You can't be everywhere no. all the time. No. You have to choose. No. And, and even when you are, there's still a lot more to do, but you got to say, yeah. I can't sometimes. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and I like that that you said that. Um, have you ever experienced burnout? Like, have you ever? Uh, Probably more with work than giving <laughs> to the community. Um, sometimes burnout, and then I realize, hey, I need to take a couple of days off or, or just stay home and don't come out the house or um, mm -hmm. go on a vacation. Um, when I feel myself getting, you know, very overburdened, overburdened or stressed or something, I just take a day off or... I go on a little weekend trip or, yeah. you know, or just take away. But when you're managing your schedule too, you can manage when you're doing things, when events are, when are things going to be and work around them and stuff or sleep in one day or, mm. you know, or just say, hey, no events for me this weekend, no matter what. Mm. That must be hard. It is hard, but <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Uh, but hey, Even the best people sometimes need a break, need yeah, time yeah. off, or need to focus on your friends or family, yeah. or go to the movies, or go away for yourself, sanity, or health. Leisure. Leisure. Enjoy. A lot of leisure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I, you can. Yeah. But some, the funny thing is for me is some of my leisure is some of the things we do. <laughs> you know, if, if we're having, I don't know, a dinner out, you know, but it's part of an event. It's still interacting and yeah, socializing. Yeah. Or we host an event and working with kids, it's still, you know, fun for me or mm -hmm. fun for whoever's involved. So sometimes they can overlap your, you know, you can have some social life, but also yeah. be giving back. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. I think that um, that's a good advice for people who like, struggle with like you know saying no and, and being able to just say hey you know what i need a day off. it's not easy but sometimes yeah. you have to do saying no or sometimes yeah. you have to say i'm going away this weekend yeah i'm gonna yeah. go hang with my friends and that's yeah. it it's so interesting how much people worry about you know being able like worry about taking a time off like because they feel like if they take a time off everything's just gonna fall apart like yeah, if i take true. a break Uh, nothing's gonna get done. Nobody's gonna care. Like, well, it's true, especially when you're like the owner of a company or the leader yeah. of, leader of an organization. You worry about what will happen if I leave. If I leave, or But if I, I'm not there. But yeah. it'll, and in the end, it'll mm. manage itself. Especially when you have great people like I that, do, it'll manage yeah. itself. Yeah. So I've been slowly. It's hard. I get it. I admit it. I've been slowly letting go, um, letting go or, or just delegating and slowly. I mean, when yeah. you're 
or in charge or when you founded something, you want to make sure it stays right. Yeah. But I think me personally, right now, I have the great people in place. Yeah. But it's easy to say, okay, I'm just going to show up at the event. I'm not going to be involved. And Is this just has been happening. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's <laughs> slowly happening <laughs> to the best of us. But yeah. recently... I'm just going to show up or I'm just going to do this one thing. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to give up that when you're, you know, actively involved. And I have a couple of people that are same way as me. So yeah. and I, it's like practice what you preach. Cause I tell them, Hey, give up or delegate, but I have to practice what we preach. And, but the joy for me is just giving back to the community. You know, um, I'll always, until I have until I can, capable until i can have my last breath i'll always give back to the community mm, that's awesome man um if you could go back in time this is the last question if you could go back in time and give yourself an advice one minute you have one minute you are sitting right in front of yourself and you're younger you're talking to your younger self what would you say well i would always continue to say give back to my community but the more advice would be is Take time for yourself. You can't do it all. Delegate more um, and collaborate more with people. Learn from other people and build more and more relationships. Mm. But remember that your health and your sanity comes first. Yeah. But always give back. I, I, I've always believed that you should help others. Yeah. Uh, and I do that a lot, whether it's it's not even with my nonprofit. People reach out to me for advice or yeah. questions or where yeah. do I go for here and where do I go for there. I probably have three or four messages this morning about questions and it's being able to help others, but also remembering to help yourself. But I think everybody should give an hour or two back to their community. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Connor, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, that was a great interview. Uh, I thank appreciate you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, it was Thank good. you for me thinking about some things I need to do. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to ask you, where can people find you or your, your organization? Well, my organization um, is called Making a Difference of Lebanon, PA. You can find us. We have a website. It's www.makingadifferenceoflebanonpa.com. We also have a Facebook page, and we have a great number of followers. Mm -hmm. That's Making a Difference of Lebanon, PA. Um, you can email us. It's... Um, making a difference, Lebanon PA. We, the word of is not in there right. at gmail.com, but mainly on a, um, the best place is Facebook. Facebook. We also do have a, uh, an Instagram also, mm -hmm. um, but the best place is Facebook or we do have a website. That's mainly for letting you know who our board is, yeah. events, and there is a place where you can contact us there. We're always looking for volunteers. We're also looking for board members or people who want to, or organizations or businesses who want to help by sponsoring. We're always looking for that. Um, or they can reach out to me, Cordon Wilson. You can find me on Facebook. My address and name is Public Matters. So you can always find that. Um, but please check us out, Making a Difference of Lebanon PA on our website or Facebook. Like our Facebook page. If anybody wants to get involved, reach out to us whether it's an hour or it's a couple hours a month, that would be great. Or any business or person out there who wants to sponsor, that would be awesome too. Awesome, guys. Well, you heard it. Um, if you want to volunteer, mm -hmm. a donate, a sponsor, whatever it is that you're interested in, please reach mm -hmm. out. 
And um, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you until next time.